Okay there, my groovy cats and kittens. Welcome to Trash South Street, our very exciting music podcast where we babble on about whatever. I'm Lou. That's Jamie. Hi, Jamie. What's up, dude? Nothing. What's up with you? You're sounding like a robot. <laughs> shut, shut up. I'm trying not to laugh. So, yeah, here we are once again. Um, thanks to everyone who liked or pretended to like our first podcast. Yeah. A lot of fun. So what's up? What's new? Uh, you know, huge. Listening to some tunes. Cool. Watching some saucy videos. Saucy, very saucy. Saucy. More like raunchy. Raunchy. So I uh, reviewed, well not really reviewed, so I'm going to talk about the uh, new Peaches album, Rub. Um, and if you're not familiar with Peaches, she's this four foot nothing Canadian electric clash musician who sings a lot about hoo-hahs and whatnot. Um, a lot about hoo-hahs. She goes, yeah, she's really and into... Pee-pees. And pee-pees. Yeah, she loves pee-pees. She loves hoo-hahs. She loves girls with pee-pees and boys with hoo-hahs and all the things in between. And it's supposed to be this, like, you know, reaction towards hyper male sexuality and rap and all that. And, you know, but she does it to such an explicit extent that it's comical. I agree. I agree. And I'm sure that's part of what she's going for, too. Hoo-hahs, pee-pees. So what did you think of the new album? I liked it. It was really good. Tight beats. See, that's what the young people say. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to uh, change my slang so the young weak demographic can uh, understand it. Yes. Because I'm cool. So what did you think of the rub video itself? It's a bit much. So, um... Yeah, I, I got a text from Mark. Yeah? Mark goes, uh... It says, check out the, the new Peaches video. It's, uh... Uh... And that's how yeah. it puts. And uh, I watched it, and... I think I sent you an email saying, don't yeah. watch this at work or you will get fired yes. if you get caught. So I watched it this morning. I had uh, popped it in. I was like, ooh, rub. and um, It's about rubbing hoo-hahs. Yeah, but that was like, that would be the tamest thing in that video. There's like a there's like an orgy scene with large women and there's a, a trans woman at one point in yeah. that song with her wiener near Peach's face. And... <laughs> All sorts of wackiness. But and that's why she couldn't talk. Yes. I was like, I, that whole lyric, the, I can't talk because this chick sticks in my mouth. Yeah, well, and she said like, that. And then I was like, oh, well, it she's, is. I was right because she said three times before, I was like, oh, that's a weird thing to say. And then all of a sudden, wom, 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 wom. It was a wiener. So, no, I liked it. I know what your favorite song probably was. Which one? Actually, I don't think you're right. Did you see the one with Kim Gordon? Yes. I liked um, it. I thought the close-up was very good. Close-up. I really liked it. Um, and I love Kim Gordon. She was my first music crush. She still is. She still looks good in however old she is in her 50s. No. I like that video as well. Yeah. It's all the weird wrestling Yeah, and she stuff keeps smoking on. her vape. Yeah, yeah. I actually liked... The two I liked a lot were... I liked Pickles. Pickles. <laughs> And I like Light in Places as That's well. That's what I, I liked as well. Yeah. It's like a classic electro dance song. That's a dirty. I like that dumb fuck song too. Yeah, I mean, I like most of the songs, if not all, but you know. I... It was classic Peaches. I'd rather listen to some of her older stuff. Like, yeah. I, I wouldn't buy it, but it's it's Peaches. Like, mm-hmm. I, and I'm not down, like, she's good at what she does. Yeah. But whenever I listen to Peaches, I was like, you know what? I can I could be in a band. Like, I could do yeah. this. Well, I mean, if you really, I just re-listened to um, The Teaches of Peaches. Um, really good album. Which is a really good album, but only half the songs are like that typical Peaches. The other half are just straight up electro. Mm-hmm. That's what I kind of 
And it, yeah. Miss Roar now. It's just constantly over the top now. But, yeah. But just, you know, Peach is being yeah. Peach. She can do whatever the hell she it's wants. It's weird to, I just saw, or read, or, well, I, uh, I just listened to the Mark Marin interview with her, and it's weird because she has like this slight Canadian accent. She's from Toronto. Yes, she is. So, so what do you got for me? I think we're gonna do. We'll do Super Unison. Super Unison is the chick Megan from Punch. Punch was a hardcore band uh, mm-hmm. out of uh, I think San Francisco. They have, but they have some stuff out. Punch kind of just ended. Uh, like, left an album out last year, and then they broke up. Like, she was going to do more, like, schoolwork stuff. So, anyway, something happened, and she started this band, Super Unison, huh. which is pretty much, like, a post-punk rock and roll yeah. band. I, I think they're the one song uh, that uh, they have, I guess, on their band camp is that photo photorealism. Yeah, photorealism. And I, I think it's excellent. Yeah. Um, really reminds me of Pretty Girls to Make Graves. Um, yeah. It just has, like, that, like, early Pretty Girls Make Graves, not the electro stuff going through. Yeah. But I, I just think it's... Really, it's first of all, it's Unison and not Unisam, because I tried to look up um, some info and I was getting much different results. <laughs> and they they have a, an album coming out or a <clears throat> an EP tape or something like mm-hmm. that. So I'm very much looking forward to that, and I have to thank Mark for getting me into uh, pretty much the three things I'm reviewing today or mm-hmm. talking about. Yeah. Mark got me into. So I want to thank my husband Mark for. Aww. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> It was just the one song. It was just a single, but definitely check it out. It's it's fun. It's good stuff. Uh, yeah, it's really good. Uh, Bandcamp's awesome. I love in Bandcamp. general. Oh, I mean, uh, I'm on it. I like. I'm on a lot. Speedy Ortiz uh, released a lot of their stuff on Bandcamp. Mm-hmm. They kept some stuff Bandcamp exclusive. Actually, you have yeah. to go there. Yeah, off iTunes. That's actually where I bought the Beach House albums off of, like the vinyl itself. You, yeah. I, they're on Sub Pop, and yeah. I bought them off Bandcamp mm. through Sub Pop. So yeah, Bandcamp, awesome, awesome. Yes, check out Super Unison. Right. Right? Excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, you want me to go, I guess? Yeah, go and again, because I'm going to take a little time with my next um, one. The next one is a band called Free, which they have a four-song demo that was on Bandcamp. As I said, Mark pretty much turned me on to them, and I just couldn't place... Oh, I'm like, I heard this band before. They, have so, they sound so familiar. I knew they're out of Massachusetts. And then figured out it was Have Heart, this one Boston hard, straight-edge hardcore band called Have Heart. And they disbanded, I guess, in 2009, and they have come back together, and except with their bassists, um, and they put out a four-song demo, and it was excellent. It just sounds a lot like Have Heart. It reminded me of, um, I, my favorite Have Heart album was The Things We Carry, that was out in 2006, and that's what it kind of reminded me of. But it, it, it is different, but you have the same lead singer. It has it, It's good. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Just straight-edge, melodic, hardcore. I think the song I like the best was Vow. I yes. did not get a chance yeah, to Yeah, you didn't to get to listen to it. But um, if, you, if you're a big Have Heart fan or a straight edge punk, hardcore fan, check out Free. And it's it, and it's actually free, I believe. Ooh, on whoa, iTunes, that's like on Zen. iTunes, um, on Band Camp. Bandcamp, yeah. I'll give it a listen later, probably tomorrow morning. Yeah, I don't know if it's your cup of tea, but it's yeah. I like it. It's yeah. a solid hardcore mm. release. Cool. All right. I, um... Yeah, I think it's some Maiden. So, yeah, I, I uh, listened to an album by a small independent band called Iron Maiden. So so this was uh, Book of Souls, which came out, I think, at the end of September. It is the band's 16th studio album and the first since 2010. So I went on a bit of a journey with this one. I listened to it. Did it take you three hours? Cause it's it's a 90-minute, well, where that's going to be a theme. After I listened to it the first time, or I listened to half of it, actually, this morning, 
and it wasn't really doing it for me and I was like it like it's solid but there was nothing stand out. There was no sort of standout song. I'm actually a really big Iron Maiden fan. I um, like that Speed of Light song. That, that just sounded yeah. like a classic Maiden mm-hmm. song to me. But. Yeah, Speed of Light, which was, um, you're talking about videos, there was a really weird video that sort of took you through the history of video games with Eddie fighting in different, like, eras. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was neat. So it was cool. I gave it a listen. Kind of like, like Red and Black, which has, like, the Spanish guitar riff at the beginning. I was like, yeah, that's all right, but it's, like, a 13-minute song. Yeah, that's what I couldn't get over. Like, yeah. anything over five minutes, yeah. I'm like, eh, can't do this. Well, see, I don't mind that, and Iron Maiden's sort of known for having, like, at least one song that I would say... Yeah, not, not the whole album. Over seven? Well, that's what I'm going to get at. So, I did a little research because I am a, I am a podcasting personality now, mm-hmm. and, you know, much respected in some corners. No corners, <laughs> not really. Generally, before a certain era... They would generally have one long song, we'll call it for it. One song over seven minutes. There are a couple exceptions. Somewhere in Time actually had three songs that were longer than seven. And uh, Virtual Nine um, also had three. But that sort of started the era of we're going to have like three songs that total 35 minutes. So I was just listening to it and I was um, I was like, eh, is it solid? And then I, and this is going to sound like a, a douchey music person. Thing and I'm not like that, but I honestly, I was like, do we need another Iron Maiden album? And that sounds horrible. But then, then, I listened to a little song called Empire of the Clouds, the final song, 18 minutes long, and it is amazing. If for some reason that was the song I was looking for, it did it for me. Oh, that's um, cool. It's about a, I guess, a mythical airship and sort of like collapsing. I mean, it's an 18 minute song. And I listened to it back to back to back. Really? Yeah, yeah, right before you came. <laughs> Whether, I mean, I guess if you're really a mating person, you know, I don't know. Like, listen, like there were six songs that were over ten minutes. It's worth giving it a listen. Um, I'll probably download Empire of the Clouds. Um, I thought it was a for being a band for 40 years. It was still yeah. a decent release. It's still, Yeah. Like I, I said, it was very solid. I'm like, I, I like Maiden. I own, like, maybe one album. Mm-hmm. Like Run for the Hills, whatever, like oh. their, whatever mm-hmm. release that was on, yeah. I forget. Um, but I, it wasn't bad for Maiden being, it, it's just Maiden being Maiden. Yeah. You know? And that's what it is. And like, you know, like uh, Bruce Dickinson, the singer, like had uh, throat cancer. Yeah. And then they dicked Philly over. Yeah. I'm pissed about that because I would love to see him live. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think what the East Coast tours, um, Florida. Yeah. And I forget, like. But if you notice. Everyone recently has been sort of passing Philly up. It's really weird. Not everyone, but a lot of... But they're doing all this other stuff. Like, I know. they're all on the West. It's just weird. They're not doing anything on the East Coast. Yeah. I would, I love, I, I'm a I would like to see them, too. Yeah. A little pissed. Yeah. When I saw that, because they were making a big deal about it, and like, finally they released mm-hmm. the tour dates. And I was like, oh, come on, Philly. Uh, oh, Florida. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I think one of them... There was one other one, and like, for the life of me, I can't remember where it was. I don't think it was like Boston or New York. It was something weird, but no, maybe. like, like, uh, cause I knew you would think about going to Boston, but yeah, Boston's know. not bad, but I don't know. It's, that seems to be a weird trend lately. Like, like I said, the cure kind of skipped Philly. I remember a couple years ago, nine inch nails. Well, they did made America. Actually, no, wait, they did made America one year and then they skipped Philly the next year. Cause I saw them in DC. Yeah. I don't remember. And it seems like, you know, well, garbage was doing, uh, 20 Years Queer recently. Yeah, they're like, Skip Philly. They skipped Philly. And I thought there was another band. Anyway, it's just weird. I mean, Philly's weird. 
Maiden. The Maiden. My favorite album is Power Slave. That has Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, which is like 12 minutes. When did that come out? That's like one of the earlier Early albums. That's just like 83, I think. Okay. Yeah, I forget. Which one is Run with the Hill or in uh, like the <laughs> Number of the Beast? Not like... Uh, well, Number of the Beast is Number of the Beast. Is that like the name I of the album? I think so, yeah. Okay. I think that's the only one I own. Um, it's really good. I like Maiden. I believe. I'll, I'll edit it out later and make myself look smart. <laughs> You'll see a... A totally slick radio edit. I bought Mark the box set back in the day, the CD box like set. Like Eddie the Great or whatever mm-hmm. it was, yeah. And I don't remember where it's at. It's somewhere in our house. Ah. So. So, I also listened to a couple of things. All right, we can't speak listen, much. So anyway, uh, Sia has a new album coming out. It's called This Is Acting, and it's coming out January 29th. Hmm. I love Sia. Yeah, I know you do. And she is so freaking cool. I totally have a girl crush on her. Yeah. I just love her. She's awesome. Mm. If you ever listen to her, like prior uh, of wearing the bag on her head, like she's a very interesting person. Yeah, to talk I've, I've to. watched her in interviews actually. And she's I crazy. Think yeah. <laughs> I just love her to death. Mm. Anyway, she put up three songs to you can listen to on iTunes, I'm sure, and her uh, website and stuff. The one song Alive I actually really, really like. Yeah, I really liked Alive. Um, and there's two different videos. There's like a little girl with doing karate, and then the other one is like graffiti with just all the words and I stuff. I think I ended up watching both of them. I like the graffiti one better. But yeah. It's a great song. It's Sia Bien Sia. Um, I, I really like it. It's, it's No Chandelier. Chandelier is an, was probably mm-hmm. one of my favorite songs last year. Mm-hmm. Excellent. But I, I'm, I'm excited for Alive. Um, she also did One Million Bullets, which is much mellower uh love song it's okay it's you know let's see ya and then she also released bird set free and it's like kind of a slower anthem type song um it was supposed to be uh, what i read on the comments on itunes or youtube it was supposed to be in pitch perfect and it just never made it in and i think she's tried to sell it to adele and she didn't want it, so she just used it herself. Yeah. And it's, it's a good song. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the album. I'm looking for that, like, real... I, I like see as, like, quirky, more, like, faster poppy stuff. Yeah. Like, Buttons or, uh, like, We Are Born is probably my favorite Sia mm-hmm. album. And that's a, a great, great album. Yeah. But uh, I, I'm, I'm happy. Which one did Sia. she do a video with Shia LaBeouf with? That was la- that was last album, uh, Elastic Heart, I think it is. It's kind of weird. A lot of people thought it was kind of like child pornography a little bit. Yeah. Because they're like dancing and then like, you know, Madeline, yeah. I forget her name, is kind of young and they're kind of just all dancing up on each other. Mm-hmm. I didn't think, it was a little weird. Like I, if I, I think I read that before I read, I watched the video. So it was kind of in the back of my head. It's, it's weird, hmm. but it's not my favorite song on the album. That album. I, don't know, I just happened to see it as I was like uh, zooming by, and she's, I think she is a cool, cool chick. Yeah, she's weird. Mm-hmm. But, um, you, so you watched the the graffiti video? I watched. Yeah. At one point in time, she draws like this dog, this graffiti dog. Back in the day, she was telling people, I think on Twitter or Facebook or something, to draw pictures <laughs> of dogs and to send it to her, and she'd get tattoos. Yeah. So she has all these weird dog tattoos mm-hmm. all over her her honor like yeah. it's just it's just kind of odd it is odd and that brings us to our first contest send me a picture of a dog tattoo and jamie will get it tattooed <laughs> no. on her face she likes dogs no It'd i don't cool. want a dog right, tattooed uh, on my face. i guess you don't like the viewing audience or listening audience 
Mm-hmm. Aw, that makes yeah. me sad. I'm not doing that. You know, like, you know what? What? I have that we change it around. You like penises. So uh, I don't get a penis tattooed on your mouth. I, I already have a penis, <laughs> and it is delicious. Oh, uh, Run for the Hills is also a number of the beast. Oh, okay, yeah. Using yeah, my right. highly sophisticated phone? smartphone from the future. I beep and booped it. And also to make sure I was completely right that Number of the Beast was the album Number of the Beast was. Yeah, that's the only one I own. But anyway, yeah, I'm excited for Sia. I love Sia. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. I hope she tours again. I actually got to see her 2012, I think. Uh, For what? Just by herself or was she open for someone? She was by herself. She was uh, at the truck, I believe. Mark Mm. and I went and saw her. And it was before she got real, real big. So she wasn't wearing the bag on her head being like totally crazy. So so she just wears the bag on her head for some... She doesn't want people to recognize her so she can like go grocery shopping and stuff. So that's why she would just have her back turn and put a bag on her head. But sure. pe- and then people would pay her. Like she would go and tour, mm-hmm. and like, would you want to pay someone? To- <laughs> and she's like, well, well, I wouldn't. She's like, people yeah. do. Yeah, oh, good for her. But she, when I saw her, she didn't. She used to wear this dress that was supposed to be a vagina dress uh-huh. that they had like these vaginas like sewn. Yeah, it, it was weird. Send Jamie a picture <laughs> of vagina, and she'll get a tattooed on her vagina. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Do you remember the SNL where they were doing uh, Madonna's book Sex on tape? No, I don't remember. And it was like, I forget who, like, Phil Hartman was supposed to be like, it doesn't matter, but he'd be like, I like my vagina. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. And then, uh, yeah, Danny DeVito was whoever. And he's like, yeah, this chick, he's doing the, the, the pictures. So she's spread-angled with a mirror. It's hot. Did you ever look at Madonna's sex book? No, I know you have it, right? My mom does. Th- your mom does. I think I've seen the outside of it. Yeah, it's very metal. Yeah, I was a good boy, so I don't do that thing. I was like, I remember when it came out, I was the only one that had it. Mm-hmm. And like, I would have my like some friends come over and I would show them the sex yeah. book. Yeah. And they had actually um, a CD that came with it. I guess it had different um, uh, versions of erotica. Mm-hmm. But my mom never wanted to open it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, so. I'll open it. In about 20 years. You're just going to hit your mom with a brick in the head. <laughs> yeah, and... and I'll open it up. Uh, and I'll probably be sorely disappointed. Well, yeah. it's all... God, when did that come out? It was... I don't even remember. I remember it was a big deal when it came out. 91 or was something? Like, I might have been like 7th grade. Yeah. It was a good album. Mm. I like that one. 91? I was a junior in high school. Oh, you're old. I'm, I'm, I'm young at heart. Actually, depending on what part of 91, I was a senior in high school. I was, yeah, in 7th, 8th grade. Yeah. Yeah, but I want to say it came out then, because I want to say Bedtime Stories came out when I was, like, maybe in 10th grade. No, because I was in college, because I had a friend who used to listen to it on Endless Loop. What, Erotica or Bedtime Stories? Bedtime Stories. Really? It, yeah, weird. You know, it was weird. Um, Were you like, turn it down, it's disrupting my Led Zeppelin. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm going to take that out. No, it was um, my friend Deep Thee, and for some reason, she she maybe she was trying to, it was college, so everyone tries to be different. I just remember the video had like Human Nature. That was like the big one of the big ones off that, it, and Secret. I think. Yeah, but I was actually thinking of the video for the something bedtime stories where mm. Let's get unconscious, honey, and like I just remember the one girl had like two mouths where her eyes were, <laughs> and a eye where her mouth was. It was Freako. Freako, we go. Freaky deaky. But we, <laughs> but you couldn't hear it over your Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin is a good band. Lou used to play the Led Zeppelin. You know what? In college, and he'd have his door open. La so, la 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 la. So he could make friends. 
And then I make friends so they think I was cool and come in and be like, hey, buddy, what are you listening there? And I'd be like, I'm listening to some Zep. <laughs> And that, uh, sadly, that is a true story. It, it's a true story. <laughs> it will later work, but with comic books and not. Uh, I was reading Mouse, and that's how I made my first friend in college. Mm. It's also the first time I ate a Stromboli. <laughs> nice. And listened to uh, March of the Sinister Ducks by Alan Moore and the guy in behind. No, it's not. I don't think it's Peter Murphy. It's one, it's one of the brothers. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's college. It was awkward. What do you want? What do you want for me? <laughs> So, what are you doing for the holidays? <laughs> nice headway. Such a dork. Well, I'm a big fan of Christmas. Or the idea of Christmas, I should say. Christmas always disappoints. But the idea is something I always aspire to. I want it to be like, I want my Christmas to look like a John Hughes movie is what I really want. I was watching Home Alone the other night and I was like, that's what I want. Not the Death Trap stuff. <laughs> but, um... Can I put a spider on your face? No, that that's where that freaked me out for real. Ugh. Gross. Um, anyway, so we're going to talk about uh, Christmas music. Topic. Bling. Bling. Yeah, we need like a topic sound. Since we failed to say our topic last, yeah. last week, which was, have you ever felt unsafe at a show? The topic this podcast is mm. Christmas music. What's your favorite Christmas music, songs, mm. whatever? And are we talking about traditional or we're talking about Rocky Rockish. Either or. I don't care. My traditional, I'm Brenda Lee. I love Brenda Lee. Yeah. Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree. Classic. Yeah. Awesome song. Have it on my iPod. Yeah. I like, uh, what is it, uh, Sleigh Ride? Does it have words? It does, but I don't know what they are. Oh. I'm not good with words. So, like, you know, rock bands, rockers and whatnot, they always try to do their at least one Christmas song. And they tend to fall in two categories. They tend to fall in either a straight-up parody or some sort of commentary on the holidays, with a few exceptions. Santa Claus by the Head Cody's would be a good one. Santa Claus, that's a great song. Oh, I like the beginning when she's like, Can I don't have David Crockett by the Head Cody's, please? I would David Crockett by the Head Cody's, please. And yeah, Billy Childish was like, Oh, oh, let me look at my sack. That's a good Billy Child. Yeah, I know. Well, it's pretty easy to do. Which is pretty much um, a Christmas song that's the same exact song as the Head Cody's David Croc- Davy Crockett, which is a good song. Yeah. The Head Cody's are an excellent, well, they're not around anymore. Yeah. Holly Lightly is from that band. And we're going to put a pin in that for a second. I want to continue to talk about Christmas songs for mm. a minute, and then we're going to go back to Miss Holly Lightly. Yes. Truly There Is No Other, which is the name of her album one of her albums one of her albums so it was a while ago yeah well there are two songs there are actually you know what i'm gonna go back so there are a few songs i like that are sort of non-traditional i guess but um i like christmas rapping by the waitresses oh yeah um and everyone's like isn't that blondie i'm like no no it's the waitresses i like fairy tale of new york with uh shay mcgowan and christy mccall it's basically a guy who's uh be up your alley it's uh He's in the drunk tank at Christmas Eve, and he's, like, thinking about, like, the olden days and, like, how him and his girlfriend used to have fun, and, like, she was a heroin addict, and <laughs> he's just dying of the drink, as the Irish are wont to do on occasion. But my favorite song 
is actually Christmas Song by Jethro Tull. I'm surprised. I thought that um, that was a rap song. I sound what, like, uh, oh, uh, the Run DMC song? Yes, the Run DMC song. I really like uh, Christmas always, in Hollis. Yeah, you would always be like, oh, Christmas in Hollis. Like, Christmas time in Hollis, Queens. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I mean, that's a good song. But, um, no, I really like it, but no, for some reason, uh, Christmas Song by Jethro Tull. I really like it. And they actually did enough Christmas songs over their career. Really? That they eventually had an album that's called the Christmas album, and it was all Christmas songs. I never have listened to one Jethro Tull. Oh, Christmas not song. even. Oh well. No Christmas. Christmas oh, I was gonna say. I mean, we'll see. <laughs> Shut up. I like Fears' classic Christmas song called "Fuck Christmas." Yeah. Which is a very short song. Yeah. And it's pretty much like "Fuck Christmas." Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know. Song. And I'm not anti-Christmas whatsoever. Yeah. I like Christmas. I like to change it up. I like. Is it the Kinks did Father Christmas? Oh, I don't remember. Father Christmas. Maybe. Give us your money. It's about robbing Santa Claus. Probably. I really like the kids. Which is a bad thing to do, robbing Santa Claus. Uh, Speaking of Christmas and peaches, uh, like a a couple years ago I was at my parents and uh, I was talking about peaches and my mom's Mm -hmm. like, I never heard of peaches. I'm like, oh, she has a Christmas song. (laughs) Does she have a Christmas song? No, she doesn't. So I put on Fuck the Paint. Oh, that's funny. That's hilarious. (laughs) So my mom's like, what? It's like mm-hmm. sucking on my titties. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And my mom's like, this isn't a Christmas song. I was like, it's like no, it's not. It's Christmas song for someone. <laughs> yeah. And stay in school. It's yeah. the best. <laughs> well, you know. She, yeah. I think she was a music teacher. She, yeah, she was like a kindergarten teacher and she used music too. <laughs> crazy. Yeah, she just went bonkers one day. She smoked a, a jazz cigarette and it just <laughs> did something to her mind. No doubt. But she almost stepped on us. Yeah, yeah. We were at a TLA. TLA. Mm-hmm. And she gets up on the table and she dances and she's like almost kicked us. Mm-hmm. And it's also where you know she's like uh, like four feet tall. I never really noticed her height, but I I just know she was a lot smaller than I thought. But I had no idea what she was. That was in like 2010. Yeah, you just a got a while ago. Yeah, any other Christmas songs? No, mine was just pretty much the Head Cody song and Fear. I'm sure there's other songs and I really couldn't think. Of. Oh, mm-hmm. um, Weston, who I don't know if it's the lead singer. Someone in Weston is in Beach Slang. That's like this uh, a new big band, which I really can't yeah. get into. I kind of wanted to review it, but I just can't get into it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they redid uh, back in the day on Seven Inch um, the Don't They Know It's Christmas. Oh, ugh. The, yeah. What is that called? Feed the World or something? Yeah, I think yeah. so. I'm they not call a fan. Feed the Squirrels. Yeah. Feed the Squirrels. Ugh. Horrible. Mm-hmm. But a lot of bands do. Um, so I think bands are more likely to do horrible Christmas songs than good Christmas songs. And the New Kids had a whole CD. Well, you know, I never listened to it though. It's... I owned it. I was thinking more like I don't know. I know people like Bruce Springsteen. Santa Claus is coming to town. No, but I don't. I'm not a fan. I'm not a Bruce fan. I Sorry, like the Madonna, boss fan. Um, Santa baby. I, I don't mind. It's hard. And uh, that Wilson Phillips. Mm-hmm. My mom would always put on Christmas music, so it'd just be like on constantly. Yeah. I forget the Wilson Phillips song, but uh. I had uh, occasion recently to hear comedian Jim Brewer mm-hmm. put out a Christmas song. Really? It's her. It's bad. It's like, and that's it's that really. Whole, I'm not, I, mean, I shouldn't even be surprised. But even that. like above, you know, it's like ugh. But uh, yeah, I usually try to load up the iPod with non-traditional Christmas songs, which I think I might have mentioned briefly last week. And, you know, I got like Christmas in Hollis. Mm-hmm. Um, I got uh, rap Christmas rapping. Um, what is it? Uh. Postcard for a hooker in uh, Minneapolis. 
which is a Tom Waits song, and it's basically, uh, or from a hooker, whatever it is. It takes place during Christmas. Much like uh, Batman Returns is a Christmas movie, that mm. song is a Christmas song. Bat but... Dance. You've been listening to the Vicky Vale. Vicky Vale. Vicky Vale. That'll be next week. It'll be, it'll be songs Prince did for movies. It'll be Purple Rain and Batman. So, so I got a story. Okay. So we mentioned Holly Golightly. So, of course, Holly Golightly is one of the head Cody's. And then she continued to... Do solo. And do solo work. Yeah, she, very good. Most people probably have heard of her from the White Stripes yeah. album. Um, what was that? Get Behind, Behind Me? Satan, maybe? I think so. Or, I White Blood Cell. It was... It wasn't White Blood Cell. But anyway, yeah, there's a song at the end, and she, um... True that we love one another. Yeah. I love like Jack White, like my little brother. Yeah. And then at the end, she's like, time for a spot of tea. Yeah. But she, um, so she, you know, she's playing in Philly at the Tritone. This is in 2003, actually, because it was my first week at my, uh, job at the bakery. I'm a baker, folks. I make muffins. Delicious, special <laughs> muffins. So I had just got my first week as a baker, um, and it is me, Jamie, and I'm going to protect names here. A friend of ours who I shall only call Tawny Katane. <laughs> so me, Jamie, and Tommy, Tawny went down to the Tritone, which is sort of at the other end of South Street, where you realize nothing's going on. and It's, it's a nice bar. I mean, it's very nice, but it's like, it's not sort of the glitzy part of South Street, I guess, for lack of a better word. It's just like, you know, neighborhood. It's neighborhood. So it's very nice. I've only ever seen that one show there. Yeah, me yeah. too. So we get there, and it's like, I mean, it's a bar and a performing space, and I think Holly Golightly shows up late, so there's a weird vibe to begin with. She didn't show up that late. They were sitting and eating right Yeah, well, I was going to get there, yeah. Oh, and our producer, Great Kitty, has just made her presence known. Yeah, I don't know. For whatever reason, there's a weird energy. Maybe Holly Golightly just attracted a weird crowd. I just remember there was, like, a, a guy and two girls, and they just started, like, making out hardcore at the far end of the bar. Is that when they're like finger banging? Well, (laughs) allegedly. Allegedly. I forgot about that. I did. It's burned in my mind. (laughs) So it was weird. And then, yeah, Holly Golightly basically sat down and was eating dinner. burger. Do you... Yeah. This is what I remember because I had my seven inch that I wanted to get signed. I'm a huge Holly Golightly fan. So I'm sitting with Lou and Tawny and, uh... Tawny I'm just like trying to talk myself up to like go up to her and just get her to sign it. Mm -hmm. So I... I don't know if you remember this part. And I'm I'm sure I had a couple beers in me. It's gonna be it's gonna be important in a minute, folks. Go ahead. So I go up to her and I go, I like your shit. Can you sign my seven inch? <laughs> yeah. That's exactly how I said it. And she was like, All right. And I was like, Thanks. Yeah. It was I was like, like, God, I'm such an no, idiot. No, I do kind of remember that. Yeah. I was just so stiff. She probably like put a. <laughs> I probably had a check next to my name to make sure I wasn't being like creepy and yeah. stalkerish. But she's very nice. She did sign my seven inch. So and she performs and it was great. And she was, uh, I don't know, she sort of danced. I can't, I'm not, I can't even do it. Well, she but was she, playing guitar. She'd be like this, dancing. like, I'll do it for you. <laughs> like, you know, she, it's sort of like the gopher in Caddyshack, how he dances. But, you know, that's not what she's there. We're not there for a Britney Spears show. We're there to hear Holly Golightly sing some punk, that, that, that special brand of punk that starts to turn into country. Yeah. Well, she's totally like country now. And now, yeah, totally now it's Holly Golightly and the Brokoffs, mm-hmm. which... She did just, she did come out with another solo mm-hmm. that was, it's still very country, yeah. but it's good. But anyway, during this evening, me, Jamie, and Tawny had a couple of beverages. One of us, <laughs> one of the three, had a lot more beverages than the other two. I'm not going to say who, <laughs> but her name's Jamie. <laughs> it's getting to the end of the night. We had a tab. 
and it gets time to pay the tab. So they put down, I guess, the the bartender who had a had a Betty Page haircut, which I'm normally not a fan of, but it worked I on her. I remember this from like 13 years ago. Because I'm a genius. <laughs> I'm a genius baker, and I bake muffins. So to... <laughs> no, 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 no. So so anyway, so it's time. It's like an $80 bill. $80. I drank $10 worth. And then she drank a lot more than $10. So so if it was like $80, I think it was like $70 on the... So, so it gets time, and so we're getting our money through, and someone, this bitch, throws down a $5 bill like a, she's the queen of fucking England, it was a $10 and bill. looks at us, it doesn't matter, looks at us like to say... Fuck you, fuck sticks. What you gonna do about it? And of course, Tawny Katane just looked at me and was like, you know, probably, I don't think she could say anything. She was uh, enraged. Those two just looked at each other while I went to the bathroom. And you know what? Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. I paid 10 bucks all night. So I I ended up, um, I believe, paying the majority of the bill to Suck prevent us. an incident since we all had to drive home. <laughs> But it was bad. It was like that was a different Jamie. I would have paid my part now. Mm. I was I was young, impetuous. Yes, but yeah, I, I'd never forget throwing down that ten and you and you Tony Katane just, just looking at each other. I was like, oh shit! Mm. I'm like, I don't think I'm getting away with this. I got I gotta pay. Yeah. <laughs> so a, yeah, so, but yeah. you know, you guys paid for me, so thank you. Yeah. Merry uh, Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh, so you got anything else you want to jaw about? Um, I guess on your mind. I don't know. You ready for Christmas? I'm getting there, getting there. How mm-hmm. about yourself? Oh, I haven't started shopping yet. Well, who you have to shop for? I got. I don't know. Oh, you, you should tell your big news. What big news is that? You have another cat in the house. Well, yeah. Well, my brother adopted another kitty. A great kitty is a big sister. Even though this cat we have now, Catrick Swayze. <laughs> Is like four times the size of Gray Kitty. I like Patrick Swayze. Yeah, he's very affectionate. Not boy like, cats yeah. are much better anyway. Mm, they're okay. They're okay. First boy animal I've ever owned. Really? They, they have ding dongs. I've only had one female animal, and that was my rat Lola. Yes, but you thought Lola was a dude, right? No, I knew she was a girl. She, I saved her from Fraser Zoo. Yeah. She was gonna get gang raped by other rats. I <laughs> swear to God, and I and I. See, I was like, oh, I feel so yeah. bad for this rat, and I didn't want to get another rat. This was God. Because Silvio was your first. Silvio was my first rat, but I wasn't sure if he was a boy or girl. So he was Silvia, mm-hmm. and then I, his balls. He had the biggest balls for a rat, gigantic. And then I was like, oh, he's a boy, yeah. so he's Silvio, mm-hmm. which is Madonna's father's name. Oh, that's a, that's a dorky. <laughs> and Lola. Yeah. Well, well. You think she named her kid after your rat? Um, I think so. She she'll call me sometimes. Oh, that's right. Do you tell people like she was your cousin <laughs> <Yes>. or something? <laughs> when I was like in um in like sixth grade, I was like I'm the th- I'm like twelfth cousin of Madonna. Which you know we all do stupid. Well, I don't do stupid shit, but some people. Do. <laughs> Everyone knew I was lying. Yeah. Or did they? I don't know. I also said my middle name was Hollywood too for a while. It's <laughs> <laughs> just dumb. Why would you lie that? Because it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's, that's it's not cool. It's not. <laughs> that's Tony Katane about that. She'll know. I will. <laughs> She'll be like, oh, Jamie Hollywood. Yeah. She'll be like, well, how did they bring my name into this? <laughs> and we'll get, we're going to get a, we're going to get a cease and desist. <laughs> Two in and we're going to get cease and desist. Yeah. I guess we probably won't have another podcast until maybe next year. I was thinking about what's your album of the year next year or next podcast. Yeah. 
What was your album last year of the year? I said mine. It was <clears throat> Sia's One Thousand Forms of Fear. I forget exactly. They kind of blend together. Um, I'll have to get back to you on that. Um, I'll save that for our album of the year discussion. Album That's what we call a teaser. So Any, you, anything in the mix right now? What do you What do you mean <laughs> for album night? of the year? <laughs> Shut up. I don't know. I gotta look. I I swear to I like they all blend together. Um, and I'll be like, oh, this album is 2014, which I think, incidentally, 2014 had, like, four albums of the year. Mm-hmm. But um, this is for our album of the year discussion. I'm saving it. You're uh, saving it? Yeah, I'm saving it. That's me breaking open a PBR. Yeah, a PBR. Mm-hmm. And she's not going to pay get away with paying $70 <laughs> for this one. So we'll probably not have a chance to... Probably after record. Christmas. I mean, there's a chance we will. We'll, we might be able to squeeze another one in. We might not. If you like the podcast, we are on iTunes now. Woo! So uh, rate us, compliment us, uh, curse us, uh, send us presents. Oh, because it's Christmas and presents. I don't know how important. they would send us presents without hey, having an address. If they care enough, they will. They'll figure it out. Maybe be a flame dog do. Dog do this dog do. <laughs> poops on. They call the shit poops. That's the best. Yeah. Oh, and they have that ridiculous six movie out. New hmm? Happy Madison movie. New Adam Sandler oh, movie. I did hear straight about to that. Netflix. Oh. So they've been pushing it like on every piece of media ever. Yeah, I, I saw it on pop up on something. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I keep trying to say. Um, so we are uh, Trash South Street on Facebook. I, in particular, I mean, Jimmy might be too. If you have any newer music that you want us to talk about or listen or to plug, just send us, a, you know, comment on us, send us a message. Kitten pictures. We all love kitten, kitten pictures. Kitten pictures for Jamie's uh, tattoo contest she's running. <laughs> she just almost snarfed PBR. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, I guess that's it, bruh. I, I think that's it. Suh. <laughs> so, uh, all right, everyone. Uh, have a happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Hanukkah. Kwanzaa. Sol- Kwanzaa. Solstice. And many of the pagan Christmas, secular Christmas, corporate Christmas, Starbucks Christmas. Cat Christmas. Yeah, there's no such thing. <laughs> I mean, making up stuff now to fill time. <laughs> so, everyone, uh, have a good couple of weeks. Um, Merry Christmas and all that jazz. Yeah, Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and we'll probably see you in 2016. Awesome. All right. Later. We, later. We out. Good. Is that jolly good? Yeah, very nice. Jolly good. Cup of tea then, Bruce. Cup of tea. Let's celebrate. <laughs>